feel like for me, I always had like a thing for a video. I just didn't actually know exactly what I wanted to get into. So it was just trial and error for me. So I went from um, filming those things to being introduced into like the party world. So I used to be downtown Detroit, like filming at like Club Envy, <laughs> Club Blue, St. <laughs> Andrews. Like I was everywhere. I was wow. everywhere. What up, though, Black Friday family? Welcome back to another installment of the Black Fridays podcast. However, this one is a very special installment of the show because I have a special guest as always, but I have an even more special guest because I'm married to her, my wife, Amanda Turner. How are you doing today, Amanda? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing better now that you sit next to me. So <laughs> it's good to good to finally have you on the show. Thanks for uh, having me. <laughs> so Amanda has affectionately given herself the title of executive producer of the Black Friday podcast, which is very true because she is the person that is normally behind the scenes who is helping me set these interviews up and making sure I got the light and right, the right angles, all that good stuff as far as the episodes go. So good to have you from behind the camera and in front of the camera now. It's good to be here. And do you want to do a little intro or are you good to go? Are we good to go? All right. Well, they'll find, a, find out more about you in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as our as far as our guests go, we have Mr. Brandon in the building from uh, Full Films. How you doing today, Brandon? I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Good, good. So we're happy to have you here for yeah. a very specific reason. You were a big part of our overall dream team in us getting married not too long ago. So first of all, first and foremost, thank you for your services. And we appreciate you helping us make that process as easy as possible on that special day. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a pleasure, man. Um, One thing that, that sticks out to me from your guys' wedding day was just like how easy it was, like mm -hmm. the flow of it, like... You know, with weddings, you do have like some interruptions or just like some unseen things that you don't really plan on, but you guys handled it uh, well. Thanks. Thank so. you. We we definitely appreciate that. We Absolutely. Do. And we I don't do. think we got it to, uh, didn't get into what it is that you do. So you were our videographer for the wedding, but obviously I'm sure you have many talents. So just want to ask you to introduce yourself to the two or three people that haven't uh, met you yet or heard about you yet. All right. So. My name is Brandon Hughes. I'm the owner of uh, Full Films Wed, where we cater to uh, weddings, along with like um, corporate contracts and uh, things of that. Um, like as far as me and my background, uh, so I'm from uh, Southwest Detroit. Mm -hmm. So born and bred there, um, grew up, and we I grew up in the River Rouge Housing Project. So it was me and. Uh, my siblings, I have two brothers and two sisters as well. So um, so one thing that people don't know, though, is like when getting into videography, uh, I used to go by B. Hughes TV. Mm -hmm. So when um, when I first started out, we were just we would just be in like Southwest, like filming things like improv things. So like before, like Instagram or like the famous YouTube with like skits and stuff like that, we would actually be out there. I would have like a handheld recorder. And I would just be like filming anything like me and my cousins, like we would go in abandoned buildings and we would act like we were uh, ghost hunters. And it was just crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. man. So. so how did 
Or like, where did that come from? Was it just like you wanted to be behind the camera, or like, how did y'all decide we just gonna go act like we ghost hunters? <laughs> well, like for me, I always had like a thing for a video. I just didn't actually know exactly what I wanted to get into. Mm. So it was just trial and error for me. So I went from um, filming those things to being introduced into like the party world. So I used to be downtown Detroit, like filming at like Club Envy, Club Blue, <laughs> St. Andrews. Like I was everywhere. I was wow. everywhere. And then I went to, uh, uh, it was, can I? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> I had I was into like I went from filming like parties to like strip clubs and mm -hmm. then I went to like the music videos and then I you know, I came into uh I got introduced into doing weddings. So when I first did my first wedding, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this. Just because I never shot one before and I didn't know exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. So I was just there filming without without a purpose mm -hmm. so just coming up with footage and and shooting what i thought was good and um i didn't feel good about it so at the end i kind of like fell back a little bit and just to uh so it was probably like when i shot my first wedding i don't remember the year but i would say probably like four years later i got introduced again to weddings so it was a guy by the name of rodney hughes who um who had asked me to help him out with a wedding. And he was doing photography, they needed a videographer. And he knew that I did video, but I never done like like any weddings outside of like that one wedding that I mentioned. So um, he kind of helped me out as far as like the structure of an actual wedding and how to shoot a wedding in a sense. And then it just kind of flourished from there. So um, meeting Rodney connected me to uh, Corey, Mr. Lightshow C. Smith, mm -hmm. connected me to him and uh, connected me to uh, Corey Lee Lux and uh, connected me to uh, Monica from M. Don uh, Floral. Mm -hmm. So like we had this little circle or group, I guess you would call it, to where we would just refer each other out. So like if Corey got a wedding, Corey was the automatically the DJ, I would automatically be the videographer and we would kind of work from there. Nice. And um, yeah, so that's how I kind of got my Put in the, the roll yeah. on. So that's that's, that's a hell of a transition from yeah. trip clubs to shooting weddings. I say it all the time. I say it all the time. But <laughs> um, so like me and you, we were just having a conversation about like uh, so my background is HVAC. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm certified in HVAC. So before I quit my job and went full time into uh, weddings, I was um a supervisor in Southwest Detroit for a company called Continental Management. Um, I was working for a property called Pablo Davis. And um, I own, not I own, but I worked on like 80 apartment units and 24 townhomes. Mm -hmm. And I was on call like 24 hours a day. And it was crazy. <laughs> Dope. And I, if I'm not mistaken, Amanda, help me remember, Brandon might have been the first vendor like we officially booked, like paid yeah, money he, for. You were the first one like I literally so. going I'm through honored. Instagram. I sent him a video. I was like, yeah, so I want him. Like, this is who I want to do our uh, video. So, yeah, yeah, you were first one on the list. Definitely the first one we booked, I think. Yep. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you made, you made it simple, man. Made a call and you was like, yeah, I'm available. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> say, let me go ahead and get that deposit. I was like, say, say, no, say no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Say no more. So, now that we got a little bit more about your background, mm -hmm. I would like to introduce you to my favorite part of Black Fridays, which is Freestyle Fridays. Okay.
Okay. So you from Southwest? I'm assuming you was hanging out with Meach and Terry. You should know how to rap, right? Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was a rapper. I didn't say I was a rapper, man. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing with you. So okay. Freestyle Friday is just a random assortment of questions. They're okay. all about you, so you shouldn't get them wrong. Yeah. And only ask that you answer each one and you answer honestly. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. So first off, I would like to know what's the craziest thing you've seen at a wedding. A gun fall out of a groomsman um, waist when when trying to catch the garter. Oh, <laughs> great time! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I, okay. the sad part is, I'm like, I can see that yeah, happening. That, that's not yeah. that's not too far fetched yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my question: You got one day, one shot to create an amazing video, whether it's engagement or a wedding, one location in the city. Where are you going? I'm going to, it's a new hotel they just built on 4th Street. It's called, I think it's called the Cambria, Cambria mm -hmm. yep. Hotel. I had recently did um, some getting ready photos there and it was crazy. It was crazy. Like the, just like the ambiance, the lighting, the architecture and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It was amazing. So. Dope. Dope. Uh, if you could only wear one pair of shoes for the rest of your life, one style, Meaning, example, Jordan 1's, what, what style of shoes would it be? Oh, man, I'm wearing the analogs, the Yeezy analogs, man, 700s. I got them on my feet right, on my feet right now, too. I love these shoes. They're my favorite. Um, there's my, they're my favorite shoes. So. Got you. Okay. So you shooting a wedding day. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite shot of the day? Like, no matter what, whenever you do a wedding, you like, this is my favorite shot. This is my favorite one to do for whatever reason. Which one is it? Um... So for me, I, I would just say uh, the most important thing to me on the wedding day, like as far as like my favorite shot go, would be just the, it's not really a, it's just a assortment of shots with the the couple. So like the intimate session is like my, I'm ready. That's Let's your do jam. This. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. my jam. Okay. So cool. have you ever had to tell a client no in the sense of either like, we're done working together. I can't work with you. Or if they just wanted to do something that was a little bit too far fetched in terms of shots or anything like that for a wedding, and you was like, you know, that that's too much. I can't do that. Um, I, like for I, I just I just keep it honest. So, um, I've never had it to where it got to the point. Like most of my clients are pretty good. So I never had it to the point to where it was like, all right, I can't really work with you. Like, of course you have some clients that frustrate you at times, but you know, we keep it professional. Mm -hmm. And you know, like with me working, they have the saying that the customer is always right. Now I'm not a hundred percent firm believer in that <laughs> only because it's like, when, like I'm the, I'm the actual creator, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, I'm the creative It's in my head. The flow is, is going. So it's kind of like, some people like once you explain it, it, it is better for them. Like because some people don't understand. So yeah. if you bring a level of understanding to them, they'll feel like more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So okay. you got another one. I don't have another one. All right, I got one more for you. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of what else do you like to create or create outside of obviously lovely wedding videos? Um, so I do a lot of uh corporate uh like corporate gigs. So like mm. today I was working with the uh, Detroit recovery project. So um, a lot of that stuff, it helps me get, uh, get my juices flowing just because it's something different outside of what I normally do. Mm -hmm. And um, cause weddings, 
like I love weddings. Like I love weddings. That's my passion. God put me in this position. Um, but like, you know, sometimes they it's almost like I don't want to say template formed in a sense, but mm. it's only so much creativity you can do on a wedding day. Mm. Right. So when I do get jobs outside of weddings, it kind of helps me um, rejuvenate my juices. Mm. So when I go back in to edit a wedding, I can kind of be like, oh, let me put this here instead of here. Or let me transition this here instead of here. So. And then what about outside of video? Um, so uh, outside of video, like I like the hype. So, like, mm. I'm a hiker. I like to um, play pool. I like to bowl. And I like horror movies. So, dope. What's dope. your favorite trail to hike? Um, I hike, well, I'll say this Red Rock. Red Rock in uh, Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that sticks out at this moment. I thought you were going to say, What's your favorite horror movie? Because that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, the uh, I like the exorcisms. Like, all the exorcist okay. movies. Solid. Yeah. Solid. I think to this day, my favorite one is still Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers? The yeah, first I like, one. I like that. Yeah, I like the first that. one. Yeah. Because it just took you by surprise. You didn't know what was going on, especially like the time <laughs> that it happened to. And um, Paranormal Activity. Same thing. I did like. I felt like paranormal activity was good up until a certain point. Then mm -hmm. it became like expected almost. Right. Yeah. Same with the Exorcist movies, but um, I see like some some of them trying to switch it up depending on like the director because you know you got Bloomhouse and all them people. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you like Thirteen Ghosts? I've never seen Thirteen Ghosts. Really? What? Oh yeah, I am not watch that today. a horror person, but I will watch good. Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, they got a remake coming out, right? I, I hope so. I think so. Now the first, it would, it would, it's a, like one of those cult films. It's not uh, that great of a movie, but I like the the horror aspects of it. Top notch. Top notch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Congratulations for successfully passing Freestyle Fridays. You did, you did a great job. <laughs> I was nervous, yeah. man. I was nervous. I said the judge and the jury. No. <laughs> but thank you for participating once again. And I wanted to uh, get back more into a little bit about your background, but more so our experience with you when we started working with you. So Absolutely. obviously, like we told you, you're the first vendor that we booked. And a part of our package was doing our engagement session, which we got a chance to actually meet you and then start working with you there. Um, and then so could you talk a little bit about how you approach those type of shoots uh, or just a shoot in general? Like, how do you kind of prepare and I have a follow up to that part? And you I'm sure you'll remember the, the follow up that I have from our engagement shoot. So, okay. yeah, I'll let you first talk about how do you prepare when you go in and do either engagement shoots, wedding shoots. But like, what's your preparation process like um, for me? Like, uh, I would kind of. Normally, when I do engagement sessions, I, I try to shoot with the photographer or or on the same day as the photographer, just so, you know, haircuts and, and makeup and hair doesn't have to be done on different days. So it kind of, you know, helps out on uh, both ends. But as far as just preparation for me, once I get the location, it's, it's, it kind of just go from there. So, like, as far as like preparation for myself. I just I just go in ready. Like, do you feel like you get the vision when you get there, or like depending on the location? Like, oh, I know that I kind of know what angles I want to shoot. Mm -hmm. I feel like once I get there, mm -hmm. I get the vision. So it's almost kind of like I wouldn't necessarily say like a freestyle, but it's kind of like you know, That's like we creatives, and mm -hmm. it starts to flow like once you see like the location or just the scenery and things in general. So, got gotcha. you. Mm -hmm. 
So speaking of location, uh, we won't. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> we not gonna even talk we about yeah, where we was we, at. We won't oh, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. We won't say no names or locations because we wouldn't uh, want anybody to ever do business there. Um, at least not from our recommendation. But yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, long story short, we had to fight racism together. Yeah. Uh, and was grateful that we had you and then also our photographer Kat Davis like on our sides and being advocates for us. Like you know, after that day, we was really appreciative for how y'all like. Stood there with us and wasn't like, oh, like, you know, kind of like shied away or anything like that. Yeah. Like, no, like wrong is wrong. And right. you, the the person, I don't know, building on or whoever they were claiming to be like letting them know, like, no, y'all wrong and, and y'all wrong for doing that. So I just wanted to know, like, I'm sure that might have never happened to you on a, a shoot before. So just wanted to know, like, kind of what was your your perspective of that whole situation? I Like, man, I just I just I just felt like it, like it's sad. At the end of the day, it's sad mm-hmm. because like it's it's it shouldn't be like that. So, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but you, it happens every day. Like okay. it happens to us every day. Um, mm. But that's just something that like mentally, I mean, I, I hate to say uh, like try not to think about it or whatever. But I mean, it's, it is like it is something that that you do have to think about mm-hmm. so it's like just on the day to day you can just be walking down the street and mm-hmm. anything random can happen just out of hate of, yep. yeah so um just now living in like 2023 and just still having to deal with that is like crazy to me mm-hmm. like crazy so i'm not surprised i'll just say that much <laughs> fair enough fair enough and what was your perspective of that that day uh, it was frustrating. Um, of course, you know, being native Detroiters yeah. and seeing some people who probably were not native Detroiters come in and um, we were actually renting the building, like a space in the building that mm-hmm. they said like, oh, you know, why are you over here? Right. So it wasn't as if we really weren't somewhere we were supposed to be. Um, it just, yeah, it was frustrating. It was very frustrating. And like you said, you try not to think about it, but I'll admit, like when we left that day, we were like, yeah, everything was great. They were amazing. I nicknamed mm-hmm. you and Kai the squad. Yeah. Cause I'm like, they stay ready. Like we, I, I like them, <laughs> yeah. but it was still like one of those things you still had to like think like, but dang, that happened too. Um, in terms of like the grand scheme of the day, but it was beautiful to shoot. Yeah. We had yeah. an amazing time yeah. with you The shoot turned out amazing. Yeah, yeah. people loved the, the video that we got from it. The, the real Lord. I, Highlight film. I don't know like what you called it, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. No, no issues there with y'all work or, or how y'all approach that whole situation. But I, I was a little bit upset for a little for a different reason because she wouldn't really, really let me get active. Because when the guy came out of the building, like, what y'all doing here? Like, I'm like, what's up? Like, what's going Man. on? Just like she grabbed me on the day to day. I wanted to go home with him, yeah. so I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was time to go. Yeah. You know, as unfortunate as it was, the reality. Yeah, the reality. That's where we are. Like, yeah. waiting, what been, we look like. I've been waiting for you racist to act up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what's up? I say, y'all climb. <laughs> say, they climb a wall. We got to climb this area. Exactly. Exactly. So, But um, we were appreciative of you, uh, like you yeah. said, just mm-hmm. being like with it. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, I like them a lot. Like, your, your, sister, well, your sister? Yeah. There? Yeah. 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 And thank God. Thank God we had a group of people that are willing to you know stand up for ourselves oh, too because yeah. like you could easily just went the other way but it's like nah bro you you harassing us like literally, nah. literally. wrong is wrong yeah that's it that's it but you know i the business lesson i got from it was you you don't know who we are or what we could have been about right. like 
bro, like be be easy. I understand, like, all right, hey, your racist mind is gonna take you somewhere else. Right. But like from a business standpoint, if you would have just like uh, been like, hey, you know, mate, y'all shouldn't be here right now, but you know, y'all seem cool or what? I don't know, I don't know. But I'm just thinking if you the the customer service aspect of things when i think about them if you just like show some love you never know where that could take you exactly Versus, like immediately coming like yeah. no nah, y'all doing something wrong yeah. here and y'all shouldn't be here yeah. it's like i'm wearing a uh velvet tux like what you what, <laughs> and, what, and what, i got on the evening dress yeah, like you really you, about to make something pop yeah what yeah. you think we doing over here about, that, about the graffiti your walls literally like, nah man check, read the room bro <laughs> <laughs> he thought you was James Bond, man. I, I see. I Pull see. a silencer out on yeah. him or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see. So, yeah, very interesting day, but yeah. uh, turned out to be uh, a very amazing shoot. And so you had told you had talked to us about how you ended up getting into weddings. And I believe you had some questions for him about the like the wedding process and how he approached. approached yeah. Um, so how do you decide what story to tell for each couple? So like your videos are obviously amazing, but each one is unique yeah. um, to the couple. So how do you kind of decide on that story or where to go? Um, with weddings, it, it kind of depends on the... Uh, it kind of depends on like the couple. So like each couple is different. Mm -hmm. Each couple is unique in their own way. So that kind of determines like how I shoot, when I shoot, what I shoot versus with uh, how I tell the story. So like, for instance, like I may start a, a wedding video off with like strictly vows from the, the father or something like that. Um, so when I go in to edit, I kind of like to hear, listen, and see what catches my, you know, uh, my attention. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of where I go into like placing things. And like, sometimes I'll like shoot a, a whole wedding and have it in my head already. Like, all right, this one I'm gonna put this at when I go in to edit. So I'm like shooting to edit essentially. Nice. So. And then um, I'm curious as to, obviously you're hired by, let's say the, the bride and the groom yeah. or somebody within the realm of the wedding party but how do other family members impact like the the work that you do sometimes because i know that can be a thing luckily it wasn't for us but just like <laughs> in terms of, i'm sure people be tripping for lack of better terms and like how does how does that factor into your work sometimes i think <clears throat> so on the back end it's not really a thing like on the back end it's more so like say if people was trying to get other people's opinion or something like that. That's just the back end thing. But like just on the front or, or just like on the wedding day in general, like uh, sometimes like a parents, a parents, like if the dad or mom take care of like the wedding, you kind of know it because mm -hmm. they kind of like poke their chest out a little <laughs> bit on the wedding day. Mm -hmm. So that's like the only thing. And then like bridesmaids sometimes it's kind of like they just bridal party in general i'll say that because mm -hmm. they be like kind of all over the place or they think the day is about them when it's really not it's like <laughs> sometimes you just i mean i hate to say it like this but like sometimes with weddings man you kind of see like the selfishness and, and mm -hmm. like people mm -hmm. and it's that like is. it ain't about mm -hmm. y'all it's about the bride and the groom i don't care who spent the money <laughs> so right they like this is my show yeah, yeah. like now nah, you got married 20 years ago <laughs> 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 yes. So. so speaking of that, in terms yeah. of um, I know you said like each couple is unique mm -hmm. and you kind of have the vision like going in, but like how do you you obviously meet people whether you meet them at the engagement session or maybe you right. meet them on the wedding day, 
But how do you get a couple maybe that you're just meeting to bring the best out of them in terms of like to be able to shoot that content? Like, how do you build that relationship or that rapport? How do you go into it mentally in terms of establishing that relationship to really get the content that you need? Mentally, I just like, I mean, you you gotta like anytime you meet with a, a couple or a client or just anybody in general, I just feel like your your mental has to be there. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be like present. Mentally present, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like you just gotta make them feel as comfortable as possible. Like joking, just showing personality, letting them know, compliment them and mm-hmm. things like that. That kinda helps. I think that goes a long way because most people show up nervous. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda like we did. Yeah, but y'all y'all did good. Y'all turned up. <laughs> Cause I know, I know for sure I'm a little stiff. Like I, I'm the type of person where I don't want to mess nothing up. So I'm yeah. like, let me make sure I'm I'm, follow, I'm present. I'm, I'm following directions. <laughs> I don't want to. Like I know Brandon trying to be cool and just make me feel comfortable, but I'm just like I just need nowhere to stand. I need to make sure because I'm not about to mess this up. <laughs> and with shooting with a uh, a photographer that's great, also like that mm-hmm. helps out as well. So like when two complement each other is is always better for the uh, bride and groom. Mm-hmm. Nice. And speaking of that, like you said, you had like a conglomerate when you first started doing weddings where you all kind of refer each other. Yeah. Like I'm, you, you work with a lot of the same people and see a lot of the same people in weddings that you do now. How important is that for you to kind of like establish those relationships with those people and, and build that conglomerate or, or community, so to speak, and, and make your job easier when you go in and do these things? Um, I would just say like, OK, so. For instance, like the people I came in with, like Corey and Cora and uh, Monica, like I see them, we still see each other, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause like things change, people change, all mm-hmm. that stuff change. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, that's just how it is. So like you grow, you separate and things like that happen. But it's not like anything like towards them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's just how the business is in a sense because you got a bunch of new people coming in and mm-hmm. a bunch of people going out. So it's just the the, the change in the industry. But um, I still like, we work with different photographers throughout the year and things like that. So we build relationships with them. So any new photographer I meet, any new um, wedding coordinator I meet or anything like that, like I build that relationship because that's my next referral essentially yeah. outside of like, you know, the people we see on the wedding day and people in the bridal party and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like just, I just, and, and another thing I feel like is like meeting those new people can like lead you to like newer places mm-hmm. and, and meeting others. So I kind of like it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, You were talking about, of course, the industry and how people going out, people coming in. How have you seen the industry change since you've been in it? Um... It has become, it's become like more so on the side. I just feel like it's more like, uh, like social media has, has had a big impact on the industry. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, now everything is fast paced. So it's kind of like, it's for the now, it's for the now. So like, you know, back then it was kind of like, all right, take your time. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like. Hey, I don't mean to rush you, but is it done? <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Didn't I shoot you last week? <laughs> so, but I get it. I get it. But um, I don't, I don't, like, I still stick to my guns. Like, I'm not, when I first got into doing weddings, like, I was, I was getting them back in, like, three weeks. But mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that many weddings. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was doing, like, 
five a year or something like that. So it was easy to, you know, combat that. But like now it's like you do 40 weddings. It's like you you trying to make time for life. You trying because <laughs> it's like if I'm sitting at home just editing all day, I'm a robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't like you have to live in order to stay creative. Yes. So what <clears throat> excuse me as far as um you had talked about new people getting into the game yeah, and yeah. so with that do you have any advice for um people who are trying to build their skills up in videography or looking to transfer over to something like that possibly get their first waiting gig or anything like that do you have any advice for like starters or anyone who's interested in that space yeah i would just say like do it do it be willing to learn like don't charge all the time like if the knowledge is being brought to you um take it like if if you if someone if you reach out to someone that you admire or someone that you want to work with and they invite you to do something with them do it do it without expecting to get paid because that the knowledge will will take you further than the paycheck will Mm -hmm. So that's um, that's one thing I would say. And then just um, I would also say outside of learning from someone just to do like research on your own um, and uh, save your money so you can invest. And then when you uh, make that money, reinvest. So. So in terms of reinvesting, researching, learning opportunities, Mm -hmm. What does a week, I would say, because I don't want to say a day, because you can mm-hmm. spend a whole day editing, yeah. in the life of you as a wedding videographer, you as a freelance videographer, like, what does that look like? Kind of, you know, do you have certain days where you edit? Obviously, you tend to work more on the weekends because of yeah. weddings, but, like, what does that look like for you? I try to take Mondays off, mm-hmm. just because, like, the start of the week, Monday seems to be, like, for some people, like, the hardest day of the week. So for me, I just try to take that time to uh, decompress and because it's like you're giving so much on the weekend as far as like your personality to people and you just exuding all kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I take Monday to uh, relax and then it's just free flow from there. Um, so if I don't have a wedding on Fridays, what I usually do is so like Monday through Friday, I'll try to like get a workout in. So first thing in the morning, wake up. So I try to stay on a routine. That's mm-hmm. a big thing for me. So first thing I wake up, go to the gym, come home, walk my dog. Then I start working. So whether it's like emails or editing, but some days are better than others. You know what I mean? So I might not be in a creative space where I can actually edit. So on that time, I'll like do little things. So like if I have like a wedding trailer or something like that, I'll just hurry up and knock that out um, versus doing the whole wedding just because I'm not mentally there. Mm-hmm. So dope. What uh, equipment do you use? Like, um, can you tell us about the, the type of equipment you use? I'm curious and see if I can uh, afford and or steal <laughs> some <you know? laughs> so, I can steal some of the uh, equipment that you use so I can, you know, make some fire video content also. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I use all Canons, all Canons. So prior to uh, going back to Canon, I started with Canon and then I went into the uh, Panasonic world and then I went into the Sony world. Then I came back to Canon. So like once I came back to Canon, I just stuck with it. I just invested everything that I had into Canon. So currently I'm using the... Uh, C70, the like the all the uh, mirrorless line. So the C70, the R5C, uh, the R6, the R6 Mark II, and the R7. 
Now, how many like uh, different cameras are you taking with you when you're recording weddings or anything? Oh, I'm taking all of them. I'm taking <laughs> all of them because you you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like anything can happen. But on a day of we we tend to use okay. So I say like sixty to seventy five percent of the day we manning two cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, for the ceremony we man like four. Okay, so two on the side, one in the center, and then of course one on the uh, gimbal, kind of roaming around. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, that's how we get those those shots. So you own Full Film Sweat, but yeah. do you have a team? Like who, who who's behind Full Film Sweat? Me? No, <laughs> man, I got, I got, I got. no, but it's a it's a team. Um, so one thing that I do, um, like anybody that you see shoot with me, they're like I ain't gonna say anybody, but uh, I like mentor. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of my second shooters were like mentored through me. So some of them didn't even come in with a camera, but I was able to like teach them and get them up to speed. And then a lot of them just went off and did their own thing, which was great because I just feel like, um, I don't know, I just feel like it's enough for everybody. And I don't expect nobody to stand to me. Like that's not, that's not my reason for, you know, teaching or mentoring. Mm-hmm. Like it, that would be like selfish of me to try to keep somebody when they can, you know, level up and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so I try to rotate between like three to four people. Mm-hmm. So it's like me, and then I have like three or four second shooters that that I usually rotate between. So, yeah. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Okay, so all the administrative stuff, all the emails, oh, the customer me. service, that's, that's all you. That's all me. All right. You know, you the videographer, the marketer, the, I'm the all the above, the I'm, financial man, CFO. I'm see that's the thing because it's like I'm not trying to be that, but it's like when I came into the game. I didn't like I like I literally learned as I went. Mm-hmm. So like nobody told me the the business side of things. Like it was trial and error again. So it was mm-hmm. like even when I got my first corporate gig, I remember them asking me for like an EIN number. I'm like, what the hell is an EIN number? <laughs> like I didn't know like what a DBA was, LLC. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking because I'm just out here hustling. But then it's mm-hmm. like you can't treat your business like a hustle. Mm-hmm. You gotta treat it like a business. Yeah. So that's how. Um, that's how I kind of like gradually got everything going as far as like being legit. So learning on the fly. Learning on the fly. Okay. And then speaking of, I'm interested about the mentorship aspect yeah. of it. And like, how did you get in a space where you were mentoring these people? Like, were you a part of like same communities or like just through personal relationships? How did you start mentoring these folks? Man, a lot of people I was mentoring, like, I shot their wedding. Mm hmm. So like um it's a it's a guy, uh CJ Hartz. Yep. Have you ever yeah. heard of CJ Hartz? Yeah. Yeah. So like he was one of the first people that uh was working with me. I remember uh we did a consultation at I think it was a restaurant. It was me, him, and uh his wife Sandra. So mm-hmm. we were uh chopping it up and he was like, you know, let me know that he was interested in stuff like that. And it just kinda went from there. So, yep, he came to a couple of sets and helped me out. And But with him, I know he started doing uh, video and then he got into doing both, video mm-hmm. and photo. But then I think he found his niche more so, more so in um, photography. So, gotcha. So, so it's a guy um, that works with me now. He still works with me uh, to this day. His name is uh, Shakir Creative. And he, um, man, when I tell you, like, he stayed with me the longest, but he knows my system, like, the back of his hand like i don't have to say nothing it's like and he he still shoots with me now just based off of like you know the love and respect and things mm-hmm. like that like mm-hmm. from what i've taught him and show him and stuff but like man we can i can be in a dire situation 
And he'll just, i come in the room, all my stuff will be how I'm supposed to, as far as like set up and prepped and ready to go. So mm-hmm. that's, that's always a- Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. And um, I was curious, I want to ask you that because I had, I think I might've been talking to you about it where people paying for mentors nowadays and like, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. I understand it, but I like when I came up, it was more so like a mentor is somebody you build a relationship with, right. and then like they may mentor you in a certain aspect of your life, strictly off the muscle, like off the base of a relationship. Yeah. But I understand people now pay for mentorship where it's like, hey, I I want the information that's in your mind. So like I I don't have the time, but if you got the money, I got the time. <laughs> so I, I kind of get it now. But yeah, that's why I was I was curious, like how did you even like start mentoring certain yeah. folks? Yeah, but I don't uh I don't charge. I just mm-hmm. be like, come and learn. Mm-hmm. Some people learn, some people don't. Like it's all it's all about um it's all about like what their uh intentions are. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kinda look at gotcha. you know, mentorship. <laughs> Cause everybody don't go off to be that person, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like they fail too, like, but that's the thing, like when failing, like, what you gonna do next? Mm-hmm. Like, What's the lesson? Gonna, yeah, like so. And I was curious. Also, you said like um, in CJ's case, he had yeah. did both, and then you know went more so the photography route. Yeah. But I wanted you to explain. Well, I guess it's a two part question. Explain why, why not all videographers are photographers. I know it's crazy. Like we understand and you understand, obviously, but everybody doesn't necessarily process because they just think right. like some people think creatives do everything. Somebody right. might be like, no, I don't do social media. They're like, no, you do graphic design. You're doing everything. Yeah, but exactly. that's not exactly the route. So I want you to explain why not all videographers and photographers both do the same thing. And then, um, yeah, so I, I guess that's that's my question um like for me like people ask me to do photography but i don't do it like like for me i just feel like i just want to master my craft that's Mm -hmm. it and at the end of the day it's like when you have your hands in too many pots it's like how can something's going to fail so i just feel like me sticking to uh videography and and just learning that because it's a continuation of learning because like it changes every year Mm -hmm. whether it's like new cameras new style of editing like is like you gotta keep up with the Joneses outside of buying the equipment. Like you gotta do it with your skills and and knowledge. So um, that's the reason why I never jumped into uh, photography. Mm-hmm. But even like I tried to, I remember I, I bought like a whole bunch of photography equipment and it just sat in my uh, closet. And I wasn't, I think I was just bored. So when I uh, used it, I used it once. And I was sitting at home trying to edit some pictures. I'm like, oh no, no, <laughs> this, this right here, this a whole nother realm right here. Like I gotta, I'm, I'm, I, I got the editing for video down, but now I gotta try to master um photography. Nah, mm-hmm. and I feel like you bring your best self out when you kind of focus on that one, one or the other. Yeah. Okay. Something I wanted to ask you earlier, um, probably when you were talking more about just like your creative process, mm-hmm. you call yourself the film poet. Yeah. So what that mean? Um, I just feel like I, so the film pool came from like how I told stories. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like. Cause like, I ain't gonna, I, I'm gonna just say this. So like when I first <laughs> got into it, like a lot of videographers, they were even like wedding videographers, they would do like, um, wedding videos and they'll just have like music based. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be like no vials, no ring exchange, none of that stuff. It was just strictly a whole bunch of montages with, music behind it Mm -hmm. and me i was just thinking like okay let me see what we can do different because i'm like 
that's getting old. You know what I mean? So I started doing my research and I was following this guy named Rob Adams, who's from New York. He does like big time, big time. I don't even think he he shoots like 10 times a year, but he, I, I know he up there like 17 plus a wedding. So um, I was looking at his style and I seen like he started adding like the, the um like the voiceovers in the in the background and lowering the music and just kind of telling the actual story and that kind of inspired me to, to go that direction mm -hmm. so nice dope dope uh anything else that you want to leave the the people with from the from the video poet um i would just say i would just say man just I'm, I'm gonna just tell this story real quick. Mm -hmm. So when I was doing, I've told it a couple of times, but when I was doing, um, before I went full time into actual video, like I said, I was working, I was doing corporate. So I was on call 24 hours a day and like my business was starting to grow and whatnot. So then it was like, you know, I kind of had to choose between and like, I'm a, I'm a faith, like I believe in God, like to the core, like, and so it was like, for me, I just prayed about it. And I, I asked God, um, if weddings is something that you want me to go into full time, send me like, I just need a sign. So I asked for one inquiry, got three inquiries, and then I quit my job. Like I put in my two weeks and quit. So I've been going full time for almost seven years now. Mm. Um, but I, I would just say like, man, like me just listening to uh god and just following like his assignment on my life it kind of i would just say that it it like opened up so many doors out like because everything that i've gotten has come through weddings whether it was like corporate gigs or anything like that like it has come through uh weddings and i feel like that's me being obedient to to his word so that's, yeah. so, that's, that's huge yeah. 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 yeah yeah you got anything else? <laughs> I mean, you asked my question. I was just oh. going to ask if there was anything that you would want people to know in terms of like, whether it be like the couples that have questions about working with you, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. about your process. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything you wish people knew about just like the overall process you or? Not really. I mean, okay. when it comes to the process, like I'm playing it simple. It's like, you know, kind of what you see is what you get. Um, as you like, y'all know, I ain't hard to work with. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm straight to the point. We're going to laugh. We're going to have a good conversation and we just going to go make some uh, good memories. So. Thank you. So because I got the video expert here, I can't let you leave without answering this <laughs> for me. How can I, how can I elevate my video for Black Friday's podcast and or content? Cause right now I'm shooting off the, the uh, Apple devices, the iPhone, iPad, but how can I elevate my video content? But here's the caveat on the budget. On the budget. Yeah. Gotta wait till them sponsorship dollars come in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. Um, I, I was like, I always encourage the phones, man. Okay. I do like, like when you're like on the budget, I always encourage the phones. And then like when you work your way up, like when you start to to buy like the DSLRs or just the mirrorless cameras and things like that, you don't for podcasts. I feel like you don't have to have like the top of the line. Like you don't need to spend six to eight thousand dollars on no camera man you mm -hmm. can probably you can get something for sure around like the fifteen hundred dollar range because they have like r8 side right now that will make the everything pop okay so but the only thing is you do gotta think about is the lenses though because that's mm -hmm. a whole nother ball game because you'll buy a camera for fifteen hundred but have to pay like two thousand dollars for a lens i heard but they do have 
primes that would probably work for you where you can um that's that's a little bit cheaper. I think you can probably get like a good prime for it, maybe like two fifty to like five hundred. So and just pop them boys on there. The only thing with primes is like you can't zoom in and zoom out. You just have to like move the camera in how okay. you want it and then set it versus like just zooming in and out. I'm assuming a prime is an intermediary for a lens or something like that? Yeah. So okay. it's just a standard. So like if you buy a 50, it's just a standard 50. So that's all. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh definitely want you to be able to get the people your website, your socials. I'm sure people want to get in touch with you so that you can do they they wedding or uh some type of special content with them. So how can they reach you? Uh fullfilmswed.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Brandon Full Films. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's kind of like your online portfolio, too. Yeah. yeah the yeah. Instagram and uh, your social media pages. Yep, 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 yep. Because people, like, they will go to the website, but it's kind of, you know, they they yeah. they like to look at Instagram. So of course. That's the wave now. Of course. So. It's all the stories. Like, you can just scroll through story after story after story. And that's another thing people got to think about. Like, when you're a professional, like, think about what you post. You just can't be posting anything because, mm -hmm. like, you're going to deter people from trying to come work with you because they don't know what type of personality you're going to bring to the table. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. And as I scrolled through Instagram, I started to see people like that I know either in the weddings or mm. getting married that you didn't mm -hmm. that you didn't shop before. So yeah. that's also uh, dope too. Yeah. That's a whole another thing. So it's like that's that's where other referrals come in at because it's mm -hmm. like oh it ain't even a referral like it's it's a look referral because mm -hmm. it's almost like oh you shot my friend with I know I know I trust her so I'm gonna book you too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of but it's good man. I'm blessed. I've been able to. Um, just do a lot of amazing things as far as like traveling. Like we done been to uh, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, Mexico, mm. LA, um, Chicago, New York, Florida. Uh, we've been Ohio a bunch of times. Um, where else we been? Virginia. Now I got a, a follow up question. Now, yeah. How does that work? I always wonder where if you go to, if you go on location for a wedding and then you travel, do they pay for your travel? Do you got to pay for your own travel? And then you tax a little bit? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, how, <laughs> how, do, how does that process work? I was always curious. Um, for me, I uh, they'll pay for the package, and then I let them take care of the travel fees. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, the only thing now is, like, when you do that, you have to let them know, like, your preference. Mm -hmm. Because some people, they'll be like, I right, we going to get you on that you spirit. You're going to stay at this motel 75 over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you be, like, laying on the bed getting bit up. And all that way, <laughs> What's happening around here? So yeah, you gotta be specific. Don't yeah, yeah, first yeah, class. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't even want to be first class, yeah, man. Just put me, me on. Put me on Delta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. put, especially if it's a long flight. Put me on Delta. So right. that's how we had went to. Um, so we had did a we had did a wedding in uh, L.A. at the Bel Air Hotel, and it was for uh, Harry Ratchford of uh, the Plastic Cup Boys. Mm -hmm. um, and they had like a bunch of celebrities there. They had like Rodney Perry. They had my man that used to play for the Lions, Joyce, Joy Bell. Joy Bell, yep. He was there. Kevin Hart was there. Like he did a um, a toast and everything. Like the wedding, it was it was a great wedding, but it, was, it wasn't like a usual like wedding. Like mm -hmm. for the reception, we went to a club and it was kind of <laughs> crazy, but it was a good time. It was a good time. It sounded like a good time. Right. Different experience. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Brandon, thank you very much for 
being a guest on the show Absolutely. and agreeing to come on here and, and answer our questions. Give us some more information about your background and let the people know more about you, man. This was, this was great. And uh, we appreciate your service once again. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Y'all thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, can I say something? Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gilly. That's Gilly. I always wanted to say that, man. I always wanted to say that. That's Gilly. <laughs> All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all Black Friday family. It's another episode of the Black Friday podcast. Talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Peace.